Good morning. Today's Daf Nazir Mem Dalad. We are starting today at the Mishnah on top of uh, Mem Dalad Menal. We are in the sixth parak of the Masechta, winding down here in the sixth parak of the Masechta. Sixth parak of Nazir talks about the Yisurim of a Nazir. Nazir is not allowed to eat grapes or anything produced from the grape. Nazir is not allowed to cut his hair. Nazir is not allowed to be matam lames. Over the course of this parak, so we spoke a lot about uh, various halachas that uh, that apply to each one of them individually. Uh, now in this mission over here, we get to synthesize, we get to compare and contrast. In other words, despite the fact that there are three serum, the not all three serum are the same, uh, they have subtle differences one from the other in terms of how they affect the Nazir. And as to whether or not there's going to be any kind of allowances whatsoever by the serum. So over here, this is a classic Mishnah, classic style of Mishnah, in which we, in which we get to do is compare and contrast. First part in today's daf, we're really literally taking us to the bottom of the first Amud. Is going to be a simple uh, put side by side compare and contrast all these from the Nazir three of them in total. Okay, and then when we get we, when we get to the Amud Beis Mir Hashem, so we get to discuss uh, somewhat of a different aspect regarding the Nazir, specifically the procedure of a Nazir Betuma. But that's the Amud Beis. Let's hold off on that for just a moment. Uh, let's begin. Okay, so there are three Isurim when it comes to a Nazir. Uh, Tama, Nazir is not allowed to be Metamala Mace. Tiglachas, Nazir is not allowed to cut his hair. And Yosem Nazir is not allowed to eat anything produced from the grape. And obviously the grape itself. Chomer betumah betiglachas may be Yosem Megafen. Now there are Chumras. Specifically that, uh, the Chumra of a Tuma and Tiglachas more than Yosem Megafen. Why Shatumah betiglachas Sosrim? Because when it comes to Tuma and when it comes to Tiglachas, so that will uh, that will affect his counting. Now, when it comes to Tumah, it's a total reset. When it comes to Tiglachas, it's not a total reset. It will be a suspension, but still, it's going to affect his counting. However, Yotzim and Agefen ain't no sosem. So, but when it comes to Yotzim and Agefen, Nazir drinks wine. He shouldn't have done it. If he did it, it'd be amazing. subject to Malkus, but it's not going to affect his count whatsoever. Okay. So that is, uh, that's one compare and contrast. Let's go. So when it comes to Yosem and Agefen, so there are simply no allowances whatsoever, period. Meaning, let's say there's a mitzvah to drink wine. Okay, now we discussed this all the way back in the beginning of the Masechta. When is there ever a mitzvah to drink wine? I know we just came, right? We just came off the day of Purim. There's a mitzvah to drink wine on Purim. That part's true, but that's not a mitzvah in a Torah. Okay, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, Dalakosos also. That's not a mitzvah in a Torah. Kiddush. So the Rabbeinu Tom said in the beginning of the Masechta, Kiddush is a mitzvah in a Torah. But the wine associated with Kiddush is not a mitzvah in a Torah. So, uh, so we're going to be a little bit hard pressed, pun intended. That's right. So the, uh, we're going to be a little bit hard pressed to find a, um, uh, to find an example where, where drinking wine is in fact going to be a mitzvah. Uh, the easiest solution, and it's uh, granted, by the way, it's not a satisfying one, but the easiest solution is going to be where a person made a shvuah, he's going to drink a cup of wine. Okay. Now because he made a shvuah, so now for him it's a mitzvah. Okay, whatever the case is, meaning as much as we could struggle, we are in fact struggling to find a case where drinking wine is a mitzvah, even if we come up with a case, which we will, there is a case, but still, if you're a nazir, you can't do it. Meaning that there's never going to be a heter to drink wine, even when the drinking of the wine is a mitzvah. Okay. However, when it comes to cutting your hair as a nazir, 
Are you ever gonna Are you ever gonna be required your, to cut your hair? The answer, of course, is yes. Mitzora, you're a nazi mitzora. We just we just got done discussing. So when you're a nazi mitzora, I, in other words, remember that that tension we described. You're holding the razor in your hand. On one hand, the Easter nazir says, "Don't do it." The mitzvah mitzora tells you you got to do it. So which one? Which which beats out? Which we already know the answer to that. The mitzvah of mitzora is going to override the the Easter of nazir. And, and that's true by Teglachas. What about by Tomah? Same conclusion. Meaning Mace Mitzvah. So let's say there's a Mace Mitzvah opportunity and you're a Nazir. So once again, tension. Right? I'm not allowed to be Metamala Mace. Yeah, but that's a Mace Mitzvah. So what do I do? The Mace Mitzvah is going to override the Yisra Nazir. So as opposed to great products where there's no Heter, period. But when it comes to Tomah, when it comes to Teglachas, there is going to be a Heter. So again, simple side-by-side comparison. We continue. Now, the um, when I compare Toma Teglachas, so even though they affect your count, but it's not the same. When it comes to Toma Soseros and Sakol, so that's going to undo your entire count. However, um, I'm sorry, not yet. I, I didn't mean the however yet. And Chayev and Eleven Carbon. So uh, not only that, if you become Tameh while being a Nazir, so when to reintroduce yourself to the count of your Nazirus, so you have to, it, it has to be uh, first uh, uh, first introduced with Karbanos. And then only after Karbanos can you go ahead and start counting again. However, But if you have your hair cut, and this is not going to be a reset of your count, it'll just be a suspension. Granted a suspension of 30 days, but then after 30 days and only after 30 days, can you go ahead and can you resume counting? And ain't chayef and alam carbon. And also, if you got a haircut uh, during an zero, so again, your, your counts are suspended, but you don't have to bring uh, carbonus. In other words, carbonus is only for somebody who's stomach, not for somebody who got his haircut. Okay, so over here now, the Mishnah, just nice and easy side by side comparison in terms of. There are chumras by haircuts. There are chumras by tumah. There's chumra uh, by 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 yotzim and agefen, and there are coolers by each one of them as well. And so our mission over here just simply put them all side by side, compare and contrast one to the other. Good, and it arrives us at the conclusion. Just as a quick reminder, we say that the uh, that the haircut uh, produces a thirty day suspension. So what exactly does that mean? So we we pointed out that's a machlokus amongst the rishonim exactly what it means. The Rambam which we read together inside, the Rambam's in the sixth parak of Hilchaz Nazir. So I uh, just remember that because we're in the sixth parak of the Masechta. So the Rambam in the sixth parak of Hilchaz Nazir says that literally what it does is that it's going to put a suspension on your count. The Rambam's example was, let's say you had a hundred day Nazirus, and let's say on day 20 somebody go, went ahead and cut your hair, or alternatively you cut your hair yourself. The Rambam writes said that under those circumstances, so now... You're, 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 you're holding on day 20. Now you're going to go 30 days in which you're just simply going to be in a total suspension of your count. And after 30 days, then and only then do you start counting day 21 until day 100. That's Tosis' understanding. Sorry. That's the Rambam's understanding of the 30-day suspension as we're describing over here. Go back to the Gemara that we did at the beginning of this parak. Tosis gave a different interpretation of what exactly suspension means. Anyway, that was just a quick refresher. Okay. And so now 
Now, now we know the facts. Now, the truth of the matter is, from here until the bottom of the Amud, nothing is going to change. In other words, the Mishnah gave us the facts. We have it. You, you want you you want you want to really really uh, digest and process it. Go over the Mishnah again and again and again. In other words, and 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 you'll really get everything down in terms of seeing each one of the isurim and how exactly they rate and compare to one one to the other. All the Gemara is going to do, which is not a small thing, is that the Gemara is going to simply say, "Look, we can make arguments, uh, what you and I call kavachamers." So we're going to make uh, we could make arguments where. Well, look, if this one's more strict than that, so then let's be consistent. Let's always be strict over here. In other words, why is it that the, uh, the, the Mishnah tells us that in one area, this is stricter than that. In another area, well, the other is stricter than this. So in other words, if we are going to use logic and arguments, so then let's always be consistent. And the, and the answer to every one of these arguments is going to be, we have a drasha, meaning you're right. A kavachomer would have told us that we should be stricter, but we have drushas. So all we're, the, the, the point of the Gemara that we're going to do now from here until the bottom of the Amud is that we're going to basically try to make the arguments and then what we're going to do is we're going to highlight the drushas that tell us that, no, we're not accepting the arguments. We're countering the arguments with a drusha. Good. And so let's go all through all this. And so I'm probably going to go through this a little too quickly. But the uh, but nothing's going to change. The the facts don't change. It's just a question of how we arrived at these uh, at, at these facts. So So as far as Tumma is concerned, so there should be no heter for Tumma. Why? Because kavachamer miyayin. In other words, let's let, let's generate a kavachamer from wine. Look, wine. As far as wine is concerned, wine is light. In other words, what does wine do towards your count? Nothing. It doesn't affect your count. And meanwhile, and there's no heter by, by wine. So wine is going to be serving as a kal. So, and what do we know by wine? We know by wine that there's no heter, even though it's kal. So now tuma shesoseres. So when it comes to tuma, so tuma undoes your count. So if tuma undoes your count, in additional to tumichlala, so therefore should, there should be no heter when it comes to tuma. Meaning, if the nazir approaches a mace mitzvah, the kavachamers should inform us that don't, don't do the mace mitzvah. In other words, there should be no heter for it. Okay, that's a kavachomer argument. And the Gemara says, Tamalamar, lavivalima, lo yitama. Gemara over here is not quoting the Pasuk in total, but the, the point is still the same. Right? Lavivalima, lo yitama, lavivalama, lo yitama, va matame hula meis mitzvah. You're not allowed to be matame for your mother and your father, but you are allowed to be matame for a meis mitzvah. Okay. In other words, we have a jirasha. And let's do this again. We're going to go a number of rounds on, on basically the same structure. Yan yutamichlalo, there should be a heter for wine. There should be a heter for wine. Why? So kavachamimituma. Ma tuma ji soseres. So look, when it comes to tuma, so tuma soser. What does it do to your count? It undoes your count. And hucha michlala, and yet there's a heter by, by tuma. Again, mace mitzvah. So yayin, she'eno soser. So wine, wine doesn't affect your count at all. So eno din shiyutamichlalo. So if that's true, so the Kavachomer argument should now lead us to the conclusion that, look, if we're going to be easy on wine regarding your stira, it's not going to be so there. So for sure, there should be a heter. In other words, if you have a mitzvah opportunity to drink wine, so you should drink the wine. So I'm a krami yain yazir. So last or yain mitzvah kiyain vishos. The Torah says that you are prohibited from wine, period. Meaning it's a drasha. You're right. The Kavachomer would have, would have allowed for a heter. But over here we have a drasha. The drasha is going to going to trump the kavachomer. 
Let's do this again. So again, the Kavachamah should tell us that what? You're drinking wine? Undo your count. Why? Tuma, which again, we know there's a heter for Tuma. You're allowed to be Metame for a Mace Mitzvah. And yet Tuma undoes your entire count. Wine where there's no heter? So therefore it shouldn't, I'm sorry, it, therefore it should totally undo your count. Again, Kavachamah. So I'm a cry, I'm a Mershin and me plu. Why do you lose all your days that you counted previously? Because you became Tameh. So the Gemara Darshans, meaning the Torah is telling us that what's Soser? Tuma and only Tuma. Nothing else is going to be Soser. Oh, we're almost done. Cutting your hair. So that should undo your count in total. Remember, cutting your hair only creates a suspension, a 30-day suspension. The Gemara wants to know wha, wha, if, if we're going to use a Kavachomer, so it should really undo everything. Look, when it comes to Tuma, so we do not treat the Mitame like the Mitame. Okay. This is a grammar point over here. Okay, the Mitame is the one uh, causing the Tuma, the, the, the Mitame is the one becoming Tame, meaning uh, the Nazir himself. If a Nazir becomes Tame, so he violated the Torah. Let's say somebody is Metame the Nazir. Now, what he did is what he did is wrong, clearly. But is he going to get Malchus? Is he eligible for Malchus? Somebody who is Metame a Nazir? No, he's not going to be subject to Malchus. Again, what he did was not right, but he's not going to be subject to Malchus. So, when it comes to the area of Tuma, we don't treat the Metame like the Metame. Now, when, and, and meanwhile, so Sarasa And meanwhile, when it comes to Tuma, it undoes the, the entire, the entirety of your count. Now, Teglachas, Asubo Megaleach, Kemis Galeach. Now, when it comes to a Nazir and haircutting, so who's bound by the Isser of cutting hair? Both the Nazir and anyone who gives him a haircut. In other words, if someone gives a Nazir a haircut, he also will be bound by the Isser of Nazirus, Meaning, he is prohibited from cutting the hair of a Nazir. In fact, subject to Malchus if he does so. So, um, ah. so now, once again, we have, this is a classic Kal and Chomer. What's the Kal? Tuma. In the aspect of, when it comes to Tuma, we don't treat the Metame like the Mitame. And, and yet, undoes the entire count. So now when it comes to Deglachas, that's Chomer. Why? Because the Megalech and the Misgalech are treated the same. They're both subject to Malchus. So this is classic Kavachomer. And so therefore the conclusion should be, so Sirsakol. It should undo the entire count. And meanwhile, it doesn't. Why not? We all know the answer. The structure is always going to be the same. So We have a drasha. The Torah says, what undoes your count in total? Tuma and only Tuma. But, but, but haircuts does not undo your count in total. It only creates a 30 day suspension. Uh, like I said, we're almost done. We have a little, a little bit more to go. It, it's all going to be the same, meaning structurally. Uh, so now, o- o- although we just got done saying that when it comes to Tuma, the Mitame and the Mitame are not treated the same, meaning the Mitame is not going to be subject to Makos, only the Mitame. Only the Nazir himself. Well, why? 
The Gemara now wants to know that can we generate a Kavachomer? So, Matiglachas, Shainos Tesaros. Look, let's start with Tiglachas. Tiglachas does not undo all your days. It just creates a 30-day suspension. So, it's Kal relative to Tuma. And yet, I'm sorry, Enos Tesaros Aloshoshim, and Asaba Megalech, Himesgalech. And yet, when it comes to haircutting, so who's going to be subject to Malkus? Both the Nazir receiving the haircut and the one who actually cut the hair of the Nazir. Both of them are going to be subject to, uh, to Malkus. So, Tuma. So when it comes to Toma, which creates a total undoing of all your count, so there we should come to the conclusion of mitame mitame that both of them should be subject to Malkus. So Amakra Vitime Rosh So Limitame Rosh So Vitime Rosh is talking about the Nazir and only the Nazir himself. Meaning, who is subject to Malchus? Only the Nazir by himself, because of a drasha. Okay. Let's, let's reverse engineer the Kavachomer. Let's just simply go in the other direction. And let's just simply say that when it comes to hair cutting, the only one should be subject to Malchus is the Nazir. Not the barber. The barber shouldn't be subject to Malkus. Why? So here the Kavachamah will just simply start from Tumah. Look, Tumah, Kal. In other words, when it comes to Tumah, so the, um, so only the, only the Mitame is subject to Malkus, but not the Mitame. And, and yet when it comes to Tumah, it's so Sersakol. And now I, I, I turn to Tiglachas. So Tiglachas over here, where it's, it's only a 30-day suspension, so it's it's lighter in this regard, so therefore we should be lighter regarding who's subject to Malkus. It should only be the Nazir and not the barber. So the Gemara says, Amakra, Tar lo yavor al rosho, karibe lo yavor, hu, lo yavor la'acher. Okay, so the uh, the Pasuk says lo yavor, a razor shouldn't come to his head, meaning the focus of the Torah is that razor shouldn't be touching his head. It doesn't describe Who's applying the razor to his head? Because it doesn't matter. It could be the Nazir, it could be somebody else. Meaning once a razor is applied to the head, who's ever applying that razor? Subject to the, uh, subject to the Din Malkus, to the, to the ownership of Malkus. Okay. In other words, it's a drasha. Tiglachas lotita michlala. Uh, there should be no heter for tiglachas. Meaning that when you are a Nazir Mitzorah and you have now a mitzvah to go ahead and to shave, you shouldn't do so. Why? There shouldn't be a heter. Why shouldn't there be a heter? Kavachomer miyayin. Mayayin, sheno soser, lohuter mechlala, tiglachas, shesoseres, eno din shelotutar, mechlala. So once again, kavachomer. Really, the truth of the matter is, is that in the Amad Alf of today, so like we're treated to like kavachomer basics. Like how do we make a kavachomer? Right? All these kavachomers are wonderful kavachomers. It's just, we have a drush at the counter. So over here, this kavachomer should tell us now, that the, uh, there should be no heter for tiglachas. No heter for, for haircutting. If there's no heter for wine, and wine, consider, wine, wine's easy. Because wine doesn't affect your count whatsoever. And there's no heter for wine. So if there's no heter for wine, so there should be no heter for tiglachas. And tiglachas in this regard is more strict. Because tiglachas creates a 30-day suspension. And so, and, and so it's more strict. So therefore, there should definitely be no heter for, for tiglachas. So the Gemara says, yeah, but we have drushas. And this drusha, by the way, we spent almost a full blot a couple of days ago going over, right? The, the extra words of Rosho and Zikano by Mitzorah, 
right? The, the Torah says by the Mitzvah that he's got, you'll, you'll forgive me, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not signing the Pusik inside. But by, by the Mitzvah, the Torah says you gotta shave your entire body. And then the Torah says, and also your head. And also your, and also your beard. And, and also your eyebrows. So the, um, so the, uh, but anyway, but those are extra words in the Pusik. Why are those extra words in the Pusukim? And the answer is, is because Drasha. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, Vitiglachas Lotister Klal. Uh, Tiglacha should not create a 30 day suspension. Period. Period. So, Kavachama Miyayan. Shalohutu Mechalalawena Soser. Tiglacha Shahutu Mechalalawena Dishlotistor. So the Gemara says, and I'll tell you why haircutting shouldn't create even a 30 day suspension. Wine creates zero suspension. And yet, look at wine. No heter for wine. So, haircutting, which there's a heter for, you're allowed to get a haircut when you're a Nazir, specifically when you're a Mitzorah. So therefore, there should be zero suspension of your Naziris, right? So the Gemara says, nah. So the Gemara says, look, lovely Kavachomer, solid logic, but I'll tell you the problem. The problem is, you need hair. Meaning, <laughs> meaning part of the definition of a Nazir is you have to grow out your hair. So yes, logic would seem to indicate that if you are a Nazir and you got a haircut, both willfully or unwillfully, doesn't matter. So, so over here, logic should say there should be no suspension whatsoever. I, I, I know, I hear that. The logic's great. But when you conclude your Nazir's, you need hair. It's really that simple. By the way, the, the, this line of the Gemara over here would certainly support more Tosus's understanding of the 30 day suspension over that of the Rambam. But anyway, n- notwithstanding, the, um, so, uh, it's just, it's just a function of you needing hair. So, Yan Yisr Shoshim Yom. You know, wine should, there should be a 30 day suspension when you drink wine. Why? We should learn that a kavachamer from, from, uh, from tiglachas. So, ma tiglachas, shehutra mechola, so seres. Look, when it comes to tiglachas, tiglachas is light. How come it's light? There's a heter for tiglachas. You're allowed to shave your hair, specifically when you're mitzora. And yet, there's a 30 day suspension. So, yayin. Now, when it comes to wine, there is no heter for wine. You're never allowed to drink wine when you're a Nazir. So, so at least there should be a 30-day suspension, right? So, the Gemara says, yeah, but you're, you're not understanding the 30-day suspension. I mean, we, we understand it because we just, we just saw this point already made in the Gemara. But against the Kavachamr, the Gemara says, the Kavachamr is great. But the whole point of the 30-day suspension when it comes to hair is so that you have hair. That's all. It's, it's not because, it's not because there's any kind of punishment. The Torah's not slapping you on the wrist and saying, hey, you cut your hair. That, <laughs> bad Nazir, right? You needed now a 30-day suspension. No, it's not, that's, that's not, that's not the 30, the 30-day suspension is just simply to produce hair. That's all. So, so over here, the Kavachomer is good, but you're misunderstanding why there's a 30-day suspension. It's just simply to get the hair. Okay. And, 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 and the point now is, is that if you drank wine, so there, there's no reason, there's no need for a 30 day suspension. Why? Because you have hair. The, the drinking of the wine didn't affect your hair. Okay. I'd come. Good. Um, I'm, I'm a doll in the books. I'm, I'm a base. Okay. New, new mission, a new topic, and that is Tiglachas Tumul. Okay. Uh, you're a Nazir, and while you're during your Nazir, you become Tamil Mace. Okay, so let's just quickly go step by step. What is the procedure now to reach, reintroduce you into your Naziris? Okay. It is uh, rather simple. The Torah literally spells it out. 
So number one, you're Tamei so you have to become Tahor. So that requires a Paraduma process. So let's go over the Paraduma process. And that's going to be is that you're going to be being sprinkled with the Afer Paraduma. It's actually, it's a solution of the Afer Paraduma together with Mayim Chaim. You're going to be sprinkled with that solution and you're going to be sprinkled on day three and day seven. Good. After the sprinkling on day seven, you tovel in the mikvah. After you tovel into, in, in the mikvah on day seven, the Torah says, what do you do? You get, you get a haircut. I say haircut, by the way, really I'm, t- I'm describing a shave. In other words, you have to shave your head. Okay. And then after shaving your head on day seven, that's it. Day seven now is, you're done. You did everything you need to do. Now we get to day eight. So what happens on day eight? You bring an assortment of, car, uh, of carbonos, right? A complement of carbonos. They're going to be a pair of birds. One's going to be an ola. The other's going to be a chatas. And on top of that, you're also going to bring a carbonosham as well, okay. which is an animal, an animal carbonosham. Uh, a carbonosham is always an animal as opposed to birds. Okay. And then you could start counting again. Now, I say that, by the way, if you remember, we saw a machlokis tanayim. When do you actually start counting again? In other words, the right uh, summer of the position that you could start counting already in day seven. And some say that, no, you can only start counting on day eight in terms of when you are, when, when you can start your count anew. Anyway, so that is Tiglachas of Tumah. It is seven days on day seven. In addition to the second sprinkling of the Paraduma, there's going to be Mikvah. There's going to be Tiglachas. And then on day eight, what happens? On day eight, you bring your Kabanus. Good. So far, so good. We have a Mishnah. Tiglachas Tumah Ketzad, Hayamaz B'Shishiv V'Shviyim, Megalech B'Shviyim, Evi Karbanus of, I'm sorry, Megalech B'Shviyim. So, Hazaz done on, on, on day three and day seven. You also are Megalech B'Shviyim, you shave on day seven. Umevi Karbanus of B'Shmini. And you bring your Karbanus on day eight. V'Im Gilech B'Shmini, Mevi Karbanus of Baba Yam Divir Abikiva. Now, let's say for whatever reason, you didn't shave your head on day seven. Even though the Torah says that's what you're supposed to do. But for whatever reason, your shaving got postponed to day eight. Is that going to affect your carbon? So Rabbi Kiva says, no, it's not going to affect your carbon. Despite the fact that you should have shaved on, shaved your head on day seven. You didn't. For whatever reason, it moved to day eight. Day eight still now becomes an eligible day to bring your carbonos. Okay. So, uh, Diver Rabbi Kiva, Amalur Rabbi Tafronamabin Zelamitsara. So Rabbi Tafron says to Rabbi Akiva, I don't understand. Let's put, let's put the Nazir side by side by the Mitzorah. What's the difference between a Nazir and a Mitzorah? Okay. Now, a good part of Rabbi Tafron's argument is missing in the Mishnah. Meaning it would be helpful to all of us if we knew what the halacha is regarding a Mitzorah. So that we can understand, properly understand what Rabbi Tafron's point was. Let's see Tosos inside. Amalei Rabbi Tafron, Mambein Zela Mitzorah. Okay, so Toshos over here. Second Toshos on the Amud. Sheshamati mimcha. Shenemar beparshas mitzara betiglachas. Shnia in the parsha mitzara. Here's what I heard from you, and that is, vayabiyam ashvi galeches kol sarov vichibes begadav b'mayim v'tahir. So when you're a mitzara, you too are now are going to be going through a seven day a, a seven day tower process. You're going to go through a seven-day tahara process. Uh, that seven-day tahara process is going to conclude on day seven with giluach. You have to shave. Now, again, by the way, the shaving for the mitzvah is your whole body. The shaving for a nazir is your head. Okay, but still, it's a shave. So v'chibes begadav b'mayim v'tahir. Also, 
after the shaving, what you're going to do now, then is you're going to tovel on the mikvah. And then what happens on day eight is that you're going to be bringing you're going to bring a complement of carbonos. So the Mitzorah procedure seems to be almost like a perfect parallel to that of the Nazir. On the Nazir, seven-day Tahara process, and then on day eight, you bring carbonos. I go back to Mitzorah, almost the same. A seven-day Tahara process where on day seven, you're also shaving, and on day eight, you bring carbonos. So far, so good. So I, I put them side by side. It's almost like a perfect parallel. And Shamati Mimcha, but here comes the punchline. Right, the, the, the Mishnah didn't give us this point over here. Really, without Tosos, it's hard to understand what the what what, what even the shot in the Mishnah is. But Tos, Tosos fills in the blank. And Rabbi Tarfan says to Rabbi Kiva, "Here's what I learned from you. You taught us that when it comes to the Mitzorah, if in fact for whatever reason the shaving is not occurring on day seven by the Mitzorah, but rather for whatever reason was postponed to day eight, so now what? So now by the Mitzorah, can you bring Karbonos on day eight? No, you cannot. The Karbonos can only be brought the following day, meaning day number nine. Ah. Oh. So if the structure of the Tahara process by the Mitzorah is parallel to the Nazir, and it really looks the same structurally, and you taught me that by the Mitzorah, a postponement of shaving from day seven to day eight would also result in a postponement of the Karbonos, so then, why aren't we saying the same thing by the Nazir? By the Nazir. So shaving needs to be done on day seven. But for whatever reason, if it's postponed to day eight, the carbonus should be postponed to day nine. And so Rabbi Tarfan says to Rabbi Akiva, you're confusing me. Because over here, you're telling me that by the Nazir, if the shaving occurs on day eight, so the carbonus could still be brought on day eight. That's Rabbi Tarfan's counterpoint to, uh, to, to Rabbi Akiva. Amrlay. So now this is Rabbi Kiva's response to Rabbi Tarfon. Amrlay zetarasa tuluya biyamavu mitzor tarasa tuluya b'tiglachto ve'enimavi carbon alayim ken ayama urav shemesh. So what Rabbi Kiva's response to Rabbi Tarfon is is that I understand it's confusing, but there is a basic distinction, a fundamental distinction between the purpose of tiglachas by the Nazir and the purpose of the tiglachas as it relates to the mitzora. What's the difference? When it comes to the Mitzorah, Teglachas is part of the Tahara process. The, the, the Teglachas of the Mitzorah is part of the purification process. You only become purified with Teglachas. In fact, consider that when it comes to the Mitzorah, when are you toveling in the mikvah? Only after the Teglachas. Right? If I could just reread that mission again. Zutara Sotulibiyamava Mitzorah by the Mitzorah, that Teglachas now is part of Tahara. Now consider, when do you bring a carbon? On day eight. But let's break it down even better. Meaning, I know, I know it is day eight. Day eight is correct. That's the correct answer. But it's really a function of you finish Tahara. Ah, so how do you finish Tahara? So we know how you finish Tahara. Generally speaking, you've, the way you finish Tahara is you tovel in the mikvah and you need hair of Shemesh, right? Almost always there's a requirement of toveling in the mikvah and hair of Shemesh in order to finish your Tahara procedure. Ah, so Rabbi Kiva says to Rabbi Tarfan, by the Mitzorah, 
Toveling in the mikvah, it's true that that's part of your tahara process, but so is teglachas. That's also part of your tahara process. So that means to say that if teglachas is part of the tahara process and teglachas is pushed to day eight, so you know why you're not going to bring a karbanos on, on, on day eight? Because you need teglachas on day eight and you also need hair of shemesh. Then you need the sun to set. In other words, if, 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 just, I'm, I'm just giving us another way to think about it. Teglachas for the mitzvah is kind of like toveling in the mikvah. In other words, it, it's not like it's viewed halachically the same purpose, the same function. Uh, now we go back to Nazir and what Rabbi Kiva is explaining to Rabbi Tarfon. Yes, it's true. The Torah says that the Nazir has to shave on day seven. And that's not part of the purification process. Okay. What it is, is just simply, it's a reboot. It's a reboot of his Naziris. But that's not what creates Tahara. You know what creates Tahara? Uh, the, the, the regular Paraduma procedure. The regular Paraduma procedure. Hazan day three and day seven. After the Hazan day seven, Tovling on day seven. And then afterwards, Harav Shemesh. Yes, it's true that there is shaving on day seven, but that is totally differentiated. It's separated from the Tahara process. It has nothing to do with the Tahara process. Okay, so what Rabbi Kiva is really introducing us to is that there's a fundamental difference of Tiklachas of Mitzara and Tiklachas of Anazir Tame. Okay. Good. So Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Tarfan was confused and Rabbi Kiva now clarified there's a difference. Good. Did Rabbi Tarfan accept the answer, Rabbi Kiva? Yes or no? In other words, all we got at the end of the mission was Rabbi Kiva's counter to Rabbi Tarfan. We never heard Rabbi Tarfan's response. So the Gemara now wants to know, where, where do we land on that? So Tashma, the Gemara says, okay, so let's see. Come in here. Did Nihilal, because Hillel taught the following. Now, when we say Tanihilal, so uh, for those who have learned the Gemara in Pesachim at the end, so there's an Amora by the name of Hillel, which is confusing because most of the time, the vast majority of the time, we see the word Hillel, so we assume it's a Tana, meaning we assume it's the, it's the last of the five Zugos of Hillel and Shammai. So, but over here, we also happen to know that there's an Amorah by the name of Hillel. So this is an Amorah. And he's teaching Brysos. So over here, Tani Hillel. So, Gilech, Bishmini, Mevi, Kabrasavichi. Now, the Brysa here is describing a Nazir. I know the Brysa doesn't say the word Nazir. But in the context of a Gemara, Tosos makes this point as well. It clearly is talking about a Nazir. So let's say he shaves on day eight. So he brings his Kabrasavichi on day nine. Oh. Now, this price is reflective of whose opinion? I'll tell you who it's not. It's not Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva says that if the, if, if the shaving is on day eight, carbonus can be brought on day eight. That's Rabbi Kiva's viewpoint. But we know that. When did he go to the mikvah? In other words, he, he finished Tahara properly on day seven. He went to the mikvah on day seven. And, and now he just simply, for whatever reason, he, he didn't get around to shaving until day eight. So if I asked Rabbi Kiva, what do you do? Rabbi Kiva would say, you shave today and you bring a carbonus today. Good. But over here, the Brisa is recording a view, which is that if you shave on day eight, you bring your Kabbalah on day nine. And the Kabbalah says, Now this Brisa over here must be reflecting Rabbi Yossi's viewpoint. And that means to say that Rabbi Akiva's argument, Rabbi Yossi must have rejected Rabbi Akiva's argument. Now, couldn't it be that the Brisa over here is just simply recording Rabbi Yossi before hearing Rabbi Akiva's argument? I, I suppose the Gemara's assumption over here is that no, uh, that this Brisa over here was recorded after the Mishnah. 
And since the Bryce was recorded after the Mishnah, and we know it's not Rabbi Kiva's viewpoint, so therefore it's Rabbi Yossi's view- viewpoint. So the Gemara says, okay, I- I'm happy that we have a Brisa. I'm a Rav Lokasha. Had the Tava Bishvi, had the Tava Bishvi. Okay. Uh, Chaim already in- in- intuited the Gemara's distinction. I don't know. Maybe the Bryce is talking about where? He didn't tovel on day seven. Meaning, I know the Bryce didn't say that, but the Bryce is describing over here where he shaves on day eight and he brings his carbonos on day nine. Maybe the truth of the matter is Rabbi Yossi totally accepted Rabbi Kiva's argument. And that if he, if, if the only thing missing on day eight was a shave, so you could shave on day and bring your carbonos on day eight. I, the Bryce that says that you bring your carbonos on day nine, maybe the Bryce is talking about a case in which he didn't tovel on day seven. Maybe the Bryce is talking about a case where he toveled only on day eight. I know the Bryce didn't say that, but maybe the shaving and the, and the, and the toveling, you know, kind of go hand in hand. <clears throat> and if that's in fact the case, so now, so now then we would all agree. Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva would, would of course agree. If you're only toveling on day eight, so again, toveling by itself, that's insufficient. You need toveling and you need hair of Shemesh. So that's why the carbonus can only then be brought on day nine. Maybe that's what the Bryce is describing. And so from the Bryce itself, we don't necessarily conclude that this Bryce is Rabbi Yossi. Sorry, I said Rabbi Yossi, I meant Rabbi Tarfon. The Bryce is Rabbi Tarfon, and Rabbi Tarfon never accepted Rabbi Kiva's argument. You don't have to say all that. Okay, good. We're going to stop here. Uh, the Amar Abaye exchange over here takes us to another totally, entirely new area of halacha. Eh, not, not entirely, but it really is a totally new discussion. It's going to go into tomorrow's daf, so this is a good place to stop. Okay, let's quickly review. It's an easy daf to review. Okay, first half of today's daf, Mimdal Amad Aleph here in Nazir, is really a culmination of everything we learned in the sixth parak up until now. There are three thrown by Nazir, and they're not all the same. In other words, there are certain, each one of them has unique features that the others don't have. Okay, why should that be? And the answer is simple drushes, meaning that we went through arguments where they, sh- they should have shared features, but they don't have shared features. Each one of them have unique features. Uh, Tiglachas, for example, so that only creates a suspension. It doesn't create a, it, it doesn't dissolve all the days that you counted. It just simply suspends you for 30 days. Uh, tiglachas also, there's a heter, meaning if you're a mitzvah, so you do tiglachas, you do shave. Uh, when it comes to tumah, so uh, what's the unique feature by tumah? It knocks out all the days that you counted up until now. Is there a heter for tumah? Sure there is, mace mitzvah. Uh, another unique feature, which we, which we, which we saw today, is that Tumah, the only one subject to Malchus, is the Nazir himself, not the Matame. Somebody else comes along as Matame him, not right, certainly wrong in which he did, but he's not, uh, he's not subject to Malchus. Okay, and finally, Yotzim and Ayayin. Yotzim and Ayayin doesn't affect your count whatsoever. In other words, your counting will remain intact, even though you drink wine. Ah, so what's the unique feature regarding wine? No heter. Meaning, even if there is a mitzvah to drink wine, the mitzvah of the, uh, drinking wine is not going to be overriding your uh, your, your, your naziris. Again, strug- struggling to learn to see what exactly when is there a mitzvah da'araisa to drink wine. That's a bit of a struggle, but it, it, assuming there is one, which the gemara assumes there is, it's not going to it's not going to override your your your, uh, your naziris. So each one of them has unique features, and that's what the mission did. Just simply compare and contrast all the three serum of the nazir. And then the Gemara, and the, uh, for the remainder of Memdalam and Aleph, just simply said, we could have Kalvachomers, but, but we're not, we're not going to head in that direction because the Drashas are going to trump any Kalvachomer. On the Amid Beis, so we're introduced to the idea of a, a, a Nazir Betumah. Now, the Mishnah doesn't introduce us to, to the idea. 
the Pesukim in the Torah introduces us to the idea. But what the Mishnah discusses is the significance of Tiglachas on day number seven. The Torah says that the Nazir will be shaving his head on day number seven and, and, and then bring Karbanas on day eight. And what if he didn't shave his head on day number seven? What if he shaved his, his head on day number eight? Is that going to affect now the Karbanos? Is that going to postpone the Karbanos by a day? Rabbi Kiva says, no, absolutely not. Rabbi Tarfan said, by Mitzorah, we talked about postponement. If you sh- if the Mitzorah shaves on day eight, the Karbanos are postponed to day nine, why don't we say the same thing by Nazir? And Rabbi Kiva speaks to the fundamental difference between the Teglachas of a Nazir and Teglachas of a Mitzorah. Teglachas of Mitzorah, part of the Tahara process. Teglachas of a Nazir, has nothing to do with the with the Tahara process, and that's what and, and that's a difference. Did Rabbi Tarfon accept Rabbi Kiva's response? Unclear from the Gemara.